welcome to another episode of the New York Sportscast Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Quinn, joined today with Maritime Baseball player Phil Russo. Phil. How's everyone doing? What's going on? Phil's coming off another a junior season. Had a little bit of a, a shaky season compared to his first two, but still a solid year. 273 on the year. Over 100 hits in three years so far. Tell us something about Maritime. Uh, you know, it's just... A- it's a great time to play baseball there. It's like one of my favorite things. Like it, it's obviously a, a tough school for anybody who goes there and knows about it. It's a tough school academically. So uh, we have a great coach and everything like that. So it's just a fun time to go play. Guys all go out, they ball. And uh, I don't know, man. It's baseball. I got to love it. How is uh, How's your bond with the teammates? Oh, it's fantastic, man. Just basically people I'm going to be friends with for the rest of my life. And that's, that's one of the best parts about – not only playing baseball in college, but playing baseball throughout my whole life. It just it's given me friendships that I've gonna have forever. I cherish. We that. played we played baseball. Together. Man, Richmond County. That's days. a handshake. Way back, way you back. can't see <laughs> it on the microphone, but we we handshook. Richmond County days, C days. How's it been in college transitioning to the outfield a little bit and playing first, moving around a little bit? You know what? It's uh it's a different type of competition, obviously, compared to high school. It's definitely a bit of a jump up. Uh you know, it's just like a Whenever you do a new thing, it's a transition. You know, it's a little shaky at the beginning, but, you know, you uh, ease into it. Like my freshman year, I played right field because I had played right field my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. So I played right field my freshman year of college. Shaky at the beginning, but you know, by the end, it was, it was fine. Because uh, my freshman year, we ended up having uh, an All-American on the team, uh, mm-hmm. Brian McLaughlin, playing first base. So that really wasn't an option, and I respect it 100%. Happens. But, uh my sophomore year, went back to first base. Played there pretty much my whole life, pretty much besides my uh, senior high school. Mm-hmm. So it's just a bit of a smoother transition than it was to the outfield. But, uh, you know, just trying to get back into swinging things back to first base. And this year I spent pretty much the whole year at first now, base. So. How supportive was uh, was your family with the, with the position change? I mean, I know it could be tough, frustrating a little bit if you're not – up to up to the speed you want to be in that position, and you go home and you're all frustrated. Oh yeah, I mean I gotta. Ever since I was a kid, I gotta give everything to my parents, man. They're my number one fans. My mom actually like whenever I'm whenever I'm down, she always just tells me to remember to smile. You know, yeah. It's it's a game at the end of the day, and I gotta give kudos to them that they were 100 percent always behind my back. Just remember it's a game and have fun. 100 percent. Gotta respect that. So I mean. What uh, what, what aspirations do you have going into this next season? Well, it's uh, it's kind of crazy, man. Playing baseball since I'm four years old. This is uh, pretty much my, my last ride till men's league, and that's it. So beer league softball. Yeah, uh, honestly, like the obviously the ultimate goals. Just like from 2017 when we won the Skyline Championship, that was how was that? How'd that feel, dude? Definitely the best moment I've ever had playing baseball. 100. percent so to, to be able to repeat that again would be fantastic. But uh, honestly, just to finish out on a high note, you know, we have a we have a younger team. Last year we graduated a bunch of guys. And this year, like, we weren't expected to do that much this year. And, you know, we still finished with a four seed, finished with over 20 wins. You know, it was, it, it was a real testimony to our coaching and the type of guys we have on our team. So just to, to finish off with another good season with those guys and, like I said, hopefully the ultimate goal is to get back to a regional tournament, win a Skyline Conference. And Different result this time. There. Yeah, you know, like, obviously, like, for those who don't know, when we got to that regional tournament last time. Lost was, the entire team, right? Dude, 
unreal. We, that time we had for that starting lineup, that's regional game against the 10th ranked team in the nation in Shenandoah, who was originally ranked one for a good portion of the season. We had three kids who were normally in our starting lineup and a fourth kid who just got into the starting lineup like two weeks prior. The rest of it was all POs and bench players. And, you know, that first game, we only lost 5-3 to Shenandoah. And that was definitely the most memorable loss I'll ever have. But, like memorable in a good way, you know, because like – if we would have had all that guys, we would have a team nobody knows about. Maritime school nobody knows about. Could have made a run. Could have made a run, hundred percent. And so to get that experience again, our school kind of worked it around better now that we wouldn't be able to lose most of our guys. Mm-hmm. So if we could get that type of run again and have pretty much a full squad, that'd be that'd be awesome. So who who who's probably your best buddy on the team? Your best friend on the team? Oof, that's a it's a tough question. Tough, a tough question? question. Yeah. Got a few of them. That's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, you know what it is? There's uh we live in a suite at school, so that little core group of guys is basically guys I came into the school with. So those guys it's hard to choose one of them. Now, how was that transition going to a new school and going to predominantly an all guys school for the first time? Uh definitely a bit of a transition, you know, going from you know typical regular high school and regular grade school and everything going to an old guy's school like that. Um, but you know what? The way I tell myself is, is I'm going there for school, you know? It's true. And uh, Maritime has like the type of reputation to be a very good school for job placement and everything after. So that's what I also told myself. Like, you know what? I may not get like that really fun college experience, but in the end it'll pay off when it comes to jobs and everything. And like I said, the baseball there has been fantastic. So that I can really can't complain. What what drove you to go to Maritime? A few things, actually. Uh, give a little shout-out here. Um, one of You remember Coach Chick from from uh, St. Joe's Coach Chick's a legend. Yeah. Uh, Good man. The actual story was uh, he was my homeroom teacher back in junior year of high school. And uh, one morning he pulled me over. He always read the paper in the morning. And uh, back then that was when an article came out about Maritime, how like the job placement or whatever after and like – the average salary compared to like other schools. Like, and it was comparing or even better than schools like Harvard, Yale and all those. So he pulled me over and like, he knew that I was like good at math and stuff like that. And like knew I wanted to play baseball. And, uh, he just said, I think this would be a great opportunity for you. And then that really just started the ball rolling there. Other teachers at sea and everything like that, you know, kind of lead me towards that way. And at the end of the day, I just knew it was right. And, uh, like I said, I can't complain about it. I mean, you got a bunch, a couple guys now that you've played with prior to going there, and guys who are in the starting lineup. Do you like Travis Zarita? How's it? How's it been succeeding with guys you've succeeded with uh, before that, college? That's one of the best parts. A uh, guy like Travis Zarita having that transition yeah. from travel ball to, to yeah, a guy like Travis Zarita, man. He he's a workhorse. You know, he he goes out there. One of our main leaders on a team, fantastic talent, and uh, one of my good friends back when I played Richmond County. So I'd be able to still play with him. Keep that close relationship is fantastic. Another guy would be uh, Joe Shera. Played with him at uh, C. At C, you know, he love him like a brother, man. And good guy, yeah, fantastic. I'm be able to still play with him. He'll actually be playing on uh, our men's league team that we put together. Bad news, Bruce. Shout out to them. So, uh, you know, just like I said back to before, just the type of friendships you make through the sport. It's you can't complain about it, and to be able to still play with them was a fantastic thing. 
So how is uh, how's your coach been? How like how's your relationship with him? Oh, do you guys have a bond? Or yeah, I, I can tell you, me and uh, Coach Barry are like best buds, you know. And like, and it's not just for me; it's with the whole team. You know, he's a very best way. To, he's a players coach, hundred percent. He's one of my favorite coaches I've ever played for, and uh, he just knows he understands what we go through, obviously with the schooling, whatever. And like, he obviously knows the game. You know, he runs practices well, and uh, honestly, like. Like I said, he's like one of my best friends, and that that was a big thing to me. And uh, he's awesome, hundred percent. And then we have uh, Coach Frank Rodriguez, who played, uh, I believe it was eight seasons in the major leagues, with spent time with the Red Sox, Mariners, and Twins. Just to pick his mind a little bit is good awesome. to have a major league. Oh yeah, dude, it's room. it's fantastic. Like it's it's not not something a lot of people could get to get that inside scoop as to what, what it's like, you know, and he, he's learned, obviously he's seen a lot more than what we have. So he's able to, you know, share, share with us different stories and different things like that we could use to perfect our game. So that, that's fantastic right there. We actually, this year we had uh, two guys come back who played with us last year and Matt Buckshaw and Matt Costley, two great guys. Love uh, another group of guys who I love like brothers and, uh, both of them, even though they're both young in age, they were both fantastic at teaching the game, really cared for the team, and uh, that was awesome to have guys like that around. So, I mean, I know you got a chance to pick uh, a major leaguer's brain. I know you played summer ball here at Richmond County. How well, if so, were you prepared to go to college? Oh, yeah, I, I would definitely, like, kudos to Richmond County also and St. Joe's about to see, um, especially, like, the different – Throughout the years, all the different talent we were able to to face through different tournaments or whatever, mm-hmm. so it it made definitely made the jump to college competition a little better. I mean, granted, it's Division three, but mm-hmm. in the end, the difference between high school and Division three or Division two, Division one, it, it's a big jump. So definitely it's the next level, yeah, hundred percent. And uh, through all the coaches I had in the past, the practices and everything, just to work and get better. So it it was definitely a big help, hundred percent. So I mean, I know you're uh, aside from maritime. You're also a pretty big New York Yankee fan. What's going on in the Bronx? Dude, a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like, uh, I just read something with uh, Giancarlo Stanton. He's rehabbing, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna see what's wrong with his shoulder." Like, they, they don't even know what the injury is. They're just gonna keep throwing Judge in the ten day until eventually yeah. he's healthy. Yeah, well, that's a big thing to get him back. But honestly, man, with these injuries, why like, rush him? Why rush him? Gio Urshela, baby, like fantastic. You know, it's a, right now it's a best way I could describe it is kind of like the same type of feeling I had in 2017. You know, we had that's when the first like core guys first came. They were young, we didn't know what extras. to expect from them. Yeah, didn't know what to expect from them, and it was just a fun team to watch. Like I remember, I forgot where I saw it back then, but like obviously the Yankees are either you love them or you hate them. But like that postseason run. Even like people who hated hated them are still kind of rooting for them because mm-hmm. it was just a fun team to watch. I'm kind of getting that same type of vibe from them this year. You know, a bunch of young guys. Like two months ago, you wouldn't even know their name. Gio Urshela, Thyro Estrada. Goes down the line. Clint Frazier's been good too, honestly. Clint Frazier, yeah. I'm glad. I'm finally glad to see uh, him do well. It's fantastic. He's got a long swing, but that swing is fast. Dude, his swing is crazy, man. It's uh, it's good to see him do well. Like, he had, he had that little spell on the IL also, but. Uh, Knowing what he went through last year with the concussion and everything, so 
it's good to see him come back and produce the way he is. And shout out to his cleats, man. That every night the Travis ones Scott the next, yeah, big big uh, big fan of the cleats. So now, obviously, you've heard that if Dallas Keuchel signs with the team before June first to give up a first round pick, if it's mm-hmm. after June first, there's no pick. The Yankees have been linked to him for a couple weeks now. After June first, what what would you feel about that move? You buy or sell uh, that? You know, if it happens after June first, I'm all for it. You know, you're all I, in on him. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, what I've I've also worried about in the past is like the year he had last year wasn't that good. My worry is, what if there's something wrong with him shoulder wise or elbow wise, like an injury we may not know about. Maybe that's why he hasn't signed this long, or I don't know if it's just because he wants so much money. He says he's trying to change the yeah. game of baseball or something, and he's trying to keep it a player's game mm-hmm. or contract friendly. Yeah, I mean, to, to feed off that a little bit, like the just from this post, uh, this posting, this off season, they had uh, you know like their players weren't signed until February or whatever, and like they're even like talks about how there's going to be a strike coming up because players aren't liking how free agency's going. Machado and Harper didn't sign until till March, right? They didn't sign until March, but my question is, like, they're saying, oh, they're not get, getting paid enough. These guys just, like, Mike Trout just got the most money ever. Like 450 460 yeah, something whatever like that. It is. Harper got over $300 million. Machado got over $300 million. Mm-hmm. In the end, you can't really say that these guys aren't getting paid enough. Yeah, like, 30 a year. Yeah, I mean, how, how much? Yeah, granted, you didn't sign right away, but whose fault is that? Harper like, took, quote-unquote, less money in more years. Yeah. He took 25 a year. That's like, kind that's, of a, don't get me wrong. That's kind of a stupid deal in my eyes, the no opt-out or anything. But uh, He wants listen, to be in one spot. He wants to be, show he's got loyalty. Yeah, and if, uh, like I said, though, if you give me uh, you give me that offer, I, I, where I am right now, I'm obviously taking that 100%. I'll take anything yeah. over a couple <laughs> You want to give me 10 bucks? I'm all for it. <laughs> you know, just, I'm here for the journey. I'm here yeah. for the ride. I mean, CC, he's still going. 3,000 strikeouts this the year. The legacy, CC, right? Dude, uh, it's He's good. always ready to throw down for some reason. He's <sighs> about that life. Uh, you know, I respect that, you know? He Especially is most definitely about that life. Play, playing baseball since I was young, you, you like to have those type of guys on your team. You know, the guys that you know will give like give the shirt off your back for you. You know what I mean? 500,000 signing bonus last yeah. year. Yeah, and you he know threw, what? He threw it the guy. He needed to go one more inning. He had, like, <laughs> two outs or something. He that, that would, the guy. If honestly, like ejected. anything would even come close to that in the way it, where we play, obviously, there's no money involved, but like that, that's something that I would respect a lot as a teammate, you know. In the end, it's uh, you got to remember it's a game, and uh, you're going out, you're going out there to battle with your guys, every Between the lines. yeah. And uh, you know, there's some guys who don't care about the team as much, but the, the, you got a certain more respect for the guys who care for the team, and uh, that was big. And I just he's pitching well so far. So I like CC. He's yeah. still got something left in the tank. It's yeah. just you got to let him go. Ever since he recreated himself, like you, after he went from being a power pitcher to more spotting up, whatever. You, you just got to let him go five, yeah. six innings and get him out. You no, can't especially with our bullpen, like that's eighty, that's ninety pitches and get him out. Keep mm-hmm. him healthy, keep him clean, and yeah. if he gets banged around a little bit, he gets banged around a little. He's bit. still one of my favorite pitchers to go watch. I, I went to go watch a game last week and he pitched. He's got phenomenal game. mechanics. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, I'm uh. Kind of sad to see him go, but uh, what are you going to do, right? What about Brett Gardner? Is it time to see him go? You know, I don't get why people hate on Brett Gardner. This is why I'm confused. We've had this guy since he – I went to go watch him play for the Staten Island Yankees way back. So, like, this is as homegrown as you can get. And, like, the guy's still producing. And I actually laugh about it uh, just to, to shout out one little guy here, uh, Eric Hubs from Barstool. He, he goes at uh, – 
Carabas from uh, the Red Sox about Jackie Bradley Jr. And I, they all say the Red Sox all the uh, the fans all say how Jackie Bradley Jr. is like a god. His numbers are horrible compared to Brett Gardner. He's got a great be, arm though. Yeah, See that could, man's arm? Yeah, but Brett Gardner's got gold gloves himself too. Yeah, he could throw the ball over center field from Fenway at, uh, at home plate. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but if you throw a ball over a fence in a game, it's a runner gets a base. Yeah, well, that's not the case here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Brett Gardner. So, you know, he still produces a little bit to the team and uh, just that veteran leadership. El Gary. He's back. Is in he? In my eyes, I think he's back. Is he a Power numbers are – he's definitely better than last year. I mean – doesn't take much to be better than last year, but uh, he's definitely uh, can't complain about him so far. Um, actually, I forgot which game it was, but you're seeing him hustle down the baseline now. You know what it is? He, he got a lot. He got a lot thrown at him last year, and uh, being a ball player, if you you got that type of hostility, it's it's kind of tough to play with. So I'm, I'm I'm a big Gary fan. Like I didn't when it came to like people saying trade for JT Ramudo for him. Like I I was still. Team Gary, 100%. I mean, speaking of trades, Nola Syndergaard has been linked by Andy Martino from SNY to the Yankees a couple times. What would you feel about – how would you feel about Nola Syndergaard? You need another piece to the rotation, essentially. Yeah. I mean, our rotation has been pretty good this year. I mean, if you – granted, Syndergaard hasn't been that good this year. His ERA is pretty high. Over but uh, five. Yeah. But uh, honestly, if you still told me we're getting Nola Syndergaard, I'm going to be hyped up 100%. And uh, honestly, it's going to depend who we're giving up. Too. Like they were linking Anduhar to him, and like granted, Anduhar is having a bit of a, a rough. He's year He's got to so get far. surgery, man. He's got to shut it yeah. down. I mean, I don't, I don't want to see him shut it down, but like it's probably the best bet. You also can ex- expect this Urshela guy to hit three hundred the whole entire year and hit new after new. Who knows? But uh, they said I, that they've said that uh, his defense has always been stellar. Oh yeah, he's and, fantastic. Uh, his hitting field. has been the problem. Yeah. So I mean, I don't expect him to bat three fifty. For the rest of the time up, but if he could, even if he's like a 280 hitter, mm-hmm. you know, bottom of the order guy, get Producing. a few key hits, I'm totally okay with that. If that, if that's the case, and and Duarte to get surgery for the rest of the year, we have a powerful lineup when everybody's there. Need Stan and Judge back. Yeah, definitely need Judge back. Need that. How's Boone been handling all this? You know, people criticize Boone a lot. Um, I have to say, so far this year, with the injuries and everything. You could easily make an argument that he'd be manager of the year so far. Really? And I would everyone so. wanted his head last year. I Don't get me wrong. I was a little 50-50 on that. Because like, you know what it was last year? He came into a team that it, it seemed like a toddler could have ran the team. They could have won a World Series. And they got bounced first round of the playoffs. But uh, you know what it is? Like, does he make some stupid decisions? 100%. But we're all human. Everybody's going to make some stupid decisions. But uh, – like I said, right now with the the way the team's playing, with all the injuries, I would say he's definitely in the running, hundred percent for manager of the year at the current moment. It could change, but who knows? How about the Red Sox, not off to a hot start this year. Gotta love to see it, right? Big fan of that. And, keep the uh, kids hungry. Keep the kids hungry. Keep the kids hungry. You know, I'm a I'm, don't worry, I'm a big fan of the kids. You know, I'm a. I'd love to see the kids prosper or whatever, but uh, they could definitely starve in Boston if it means that the Red Sox are signed behind home plate. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, granted, they are playing better lately. You know, we got our President Donald Trump taking credit for that. Ever since they went to the White House, they're, like, undefeated. So Money talks. Money talks, I guess. But uh, I hope they continue to stink. 
but uh, we shall see. You think they're going to win the division? I would be upset. Non-biased. Non-biased. I would – if everybody comes back healthy yeah. and produces the way that they should, and the Red Sox can – I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't expect the Red Sox to be bad the whole year. I think they're going to come back, obviously. They, they were – you look back at last year, I hate to say it, but they were one of the best teams that ever, ever played the way they played. Mookie. And, Mookie, yeah. He's a dog. And I, I kind of, obviously, as a Yankee fan, you hate him. Yankee fan, I'll say it this way: Yankee fan, I absolutely despise Mookie. But Betts. you respect but as, him. as a ball player. I absolutely respect Mookie Betts, hundred percent. So, would I like to see the Yankees win the division, hundred percent? But uh, we'll see. Who knows, man? Even even the Rays have been playing well. So, is there a certain guy from the Yankees you try to mold your game around or pick up tips from just by watching? Um, honestly, it's going to be a generic answer and error judge, but. Uh, the guy plays the game right, hundred percent. Plays it hard. Plays it hard, and uh, he's facing New York now. Face hundred percent facing New York. I can't think of anybody who's besides Henrik Lundqvist. He's yeah, good looking, what? good looking dude. Yeah, plays but, the guitar. I, I'm a Ranger fan myself, but when it comes to the sports wise, obviously, I would yeah, say Aaron Judge is six foot eight, yeah, and he's in the New baseball's York. Baseball is obviously a bigger sport than hockey is in in New York City. I think we can't argue that. I'm a Ranger fan, hundred percent myself. So I would say. Judge is still the face of New York. We I'm, could both agree, though, that basketball is, could be the biggest sport in New York. As uh, this is getting, I don't know when this is going out, but this is getting recorded on uh, draft lottery day, and uh, it's an, it's a big day. It's a big least. day. It's a big day if Zion does go to the it's Knicks. Nerve wracking day. But uh, who knows? Knowing the Knicks, they'll trade it away. I but, would uh, uh, I would trade a couple limbs <laughs> to get that pick, but we'll probably trade the whole entire franchise for Anthony Davis, just like we did for Melo a couple years ago, and had so, that work out. So yeah, you know how it. We won fifty games, hang a banner, <sighs> may as well. I can go on and on about the Knicks. <laughs> Don't even stop me with the Knicks. Ah, uh, my own. Um, <laughs> so I mean, what could you build off of going into two thousand nineteen? I know I asked something similar like that before, but what can you? distinctly point out and say, hey, I got to work on this and work on this and work on this. And if this gets better, I could be the best version of myself. You know what it is? I think the the main thing, and anybody who plays any sport could uh, could definitely agree with this, is you got to have confidence in yourself. And uh, at some points, uh, it's kind of stupid to me why I didn't, but like, you got to have, there was times I didn't have 100% confidence in myself. And like, not to quote Yogi Berra here, but like, the games, whatever he said, 90% mental or whatever, 50%, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, we could quote Coach Ron Grabowski who says, of course. confidence leads to success and success leads, leads to, to more confidence. 100%. And uh, that, that's a big thing. And uh, obviously just would want to get the hitting stats up. Uh, but uh, in the end, just want to finish strong and go from there. We'll see. 100%. But uh, like I said, just to feed off what I said before is – we weren't expected to be much this year, especially with such a young roster. Like for most, I would say for about ninety percent of the games, because our two other juniors, our catcher Jake Vera, and our third baseman uh, Tony Diaz, both went down with injuries earlier in the year. So what's the what's the expectation for for twenty nineteen? I would say just go out there and win, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, obviously, it's big if everybody stays healthy. Everybody stays healthy. What happens? You win the division? You know, it's that's a tough question to answer because anything could happen. Uh, got other teams in the conference, like Farmingdale right now. A lot of respect for those guys. Res- I mean, it depends. It depends. But, it's uh, a hesitant answer right there. Yeah. 
you know, you know, they're uh, yeah, it's competitive. Competitive. Sports. competitive. Don't get me wrong. The the team they put on the field this year, I, I said it to my coaches, uh they were definitely the most complete team I've oh, ever the squad. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh the thing with them is they're losing a lot of seniors and I think they're they actually just had the player of the conference, uh, like the MVP. He's not gonna be back next year as far as I know. But uh, Farmingdale's like another school that, uh, like I was telling you before, is they get a lot of rec- uh, transfers from like D ones, whatever. Like us being maritime, we don't get that many. Well, it's yeah. a tough program as yeah. well, a tough school to yeah. get into as well. Hundred percent. So uh, you know, if everybody's healthy, I would I would expect us to do well next year. But obviously, anything's could change. Different transfers go to different schools. So uh, I don't want to make any bold predictions yet, but. Uh, like I said, if everybody stays healthy, the, we had a we had a very young team this year. So uh, if everybody stays healthy, now that the guys got a little bit more experience, got to got to get a little taste of the postseason. So uh, if those guys could produce the way they did this year, I mean, how 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 big of a leader are you going to be in this in this senior season of yours? It's your last ride, like you said yeah. before. You got to have that mm-hmm. extra push that some of these younger guys aren't going to have because mm-hmm. they know they have more years left. Obviously, that's a that's a major goal of, my, of mine. Uh, this year was my first year as a, a captain of the team, so I kind of just want to feed off that to go into next year, and uh, obviously try and lead these guys to winning hundred percent. Especially the young guys, try to show them like what's right, what to do, and. Uh, just set an example of the way you should practice, the way you should take the games or whatever, and uh, kind of just go from there, and hopefully we'll see. But uh, I also want to give another shout-out, still talking about to one of the young guys. Uh, I was telling you before, uh, Matt Ang, who uh, beginning of the year wasn't even a starter for us, and uh, down in Florida got a start and didn't did not see the field ever since. So he, he, I think he finished the season about 370 whatever. At one point in the season, he was second in the nation in Division Three with stolen bases. So Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, I actually went back and looked at his stats. It was kind of crazy. He only had six doubles. But, like, I would, if you would have told me that, I would 100% not believe you because he would literally – like, he led off, and for a part of the season I was batting second. He would lead off. He, it felt like he got a hit every at-bat or walk somehow got on base. And uh, next thing you know, after one pitch, he was on second base. So – Speaking of like a lot of getting on base quickly and singles, what's this notion and this movement on Twitter that Phil Russo only hits singles? <laughs> I've been reading into that a little bit. Yeah, uh, especially uh, back to uh, my freshman year when we had that. We had a really good lineup my freshman year. We one of the most powerful lineups I've ever been a part of, and uh, it felt like every at bat somebody was hitting a double, home run, this, that, and uh, honestly, since I was younger, like I've always been a middle of the order guy. But, uh, like, don't me wrong, I would have my power spells. But at the end of the day, I, my big thing was just Down putting base. the ball in play and whatever. And especially my freshman year, I was – I, like, fed fed myself off the, the six hole. I would literally just get cheap base hits, you could call them if you want, down the six hole. And that's what I'm best is if I'm going the opposite field like that. Spreading the field. Spreading the field, 100%. And, uh, you know, my, my I think – my freshman year, I didn't get my, I didn't hit like my first double to like three quarters away into the season. I think I finished with like five doubles my freshman year. Fifty-one hits your freshman year. Yes, and uh, out of those fifty-one, I think I didn't have any home runs my freshman year, which is another big thing that they used to bust my chops about because our fence at Maritime in right field is two hundred and seventy feet. 
Mm-hmm. So you would expect I would have a ton of home runs, but uh, three fifty nine that freshman year you hit. Yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely one of the best years I've ever had playing baseball, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, definitely uh, singles are the way to go, man. You know, just keep the line moving. Two trusting the you players. Had two stolen bases in uh, two thousand eighteen. Where did the speed come from? Check how many I had this year, pal. It should have went up if they did the stats right. It should be like four or five. It's a lot of uh. A lot of stolen bases. Let's see. Five for the big man. Five. Five. You know what it is? Uh, speed kills. Speed kills, 100%. And uh, you know what it is? Uh, even though I, I'm, I'm not definitely not the fastest kid, 100%. But uh, even though I, since I was younger, I would always argue that I was just as fast as anybody else, just the competitive nature I have in me. But uh, a big thing when it comes to stealing bases, especially a kid like with my speed, is uh, – just the type of jump you get. And to go back to Coach Robert before, one of the things he told us is I don't wanna I don't wanna say on the podcast that, you know, uh to, you know, get rid of our uh, our secrets, but uh just uh he taught a way to get a certain jump, time to pit it's all basically timing, you know, time to pitcher, get that good jump. And uh, if you get that jump, you're safe ten times out of ten, no matter what how fast you are. Unless you got JT Romuto behind the dish, you're safe ten times out of ten. Fair enough, but uh, we're going to close up soon. Anything you got, you'd got? you like to add, any shout-outs, anything you'd like to say, closing? Uh, first off, Andresen, I want to give a big shout-out to you. I've, I've been friends. I've known you since kindergarten, way back, four years old. Appreciate it. And uh, basically, seen we've grown up together. And uh, just to see what you're doing now with Sportscast and, and uh, New York Sportscast and everything and the work you're doing with Sports Illustrated and everything, it, it, it's uh, it's nice to see you do all this work and appreciate doing, a, doing a great job. Man. I appreciate Big it. Big fan. Big fan. That's another handshake. It's my fact. brother. It's a good man. <laughs> anyone there in here. But, uh, but, yeah, I just want to give it also another shout-out to the Maritime Baseball team and uh, shout-out to the Yankees and a little shout-out to the Bad News Brews. We start on Thursday for those who want to head out. And uh, that's about it. That's it. All right. Yeah. I'm Charlie Thank you Quinn. for having me. Thank I'm, you for having me. I'm Charlie Quinn, your host as always, with Phil Russo. Shout out Maritime. Boys are going to go after it this year.